to initiating podcast sequence. <laughs> Welcome back, folks, to How Original Podcast. Today, we are going to cover the second installment of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. The somewhat <laughs> awkwardly titled To All the Boys I've Loved Before, P.S. I Still Love You. Or wait, it's To All the Boys, P.S. I Still yeah, Love You. To All the Yeah, it doesn't finish the, the whole original <laughs> title. It just cuts off, colon, <laughs> P.S. I Still Love You. And we were pitching some alternate titles, alternate right? Titles. You had a few bangers. All right, listen. <laughs> to all the boys, colon, too many boys. Yeah. Arguably too many boys in this movie. Yes. She kind of <laughs> needs to pick a boy. There's one many boys. One too many Look, boys. <laughs> if she was Polly, it would be fine that there are this many boys, but she's in a monogamous relationship. Yes. So it needs to just be one boy. Yes. Too yeah. many boys. Streamline equals, There's two boys. Yeah. <laughs> too many boys. One boys. Too many problems. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I guess to all the boys. Yes. Like the, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking You're about. all very intelligent podcast listeners. Okay. Second one to all the boys, colon, boys, two men. <laughs> nice. Too many men wish death on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I feel like maybe the title is a, bit confusing also i will confess the entire time i was watching this i was expecting the next scene to be something that happened in the second kissing booth yeah because these movies yeah. are very similar dude <laughs> so i was going down my notes before we started talking yeah and i i remembered that at, so as i was watching this movie i was like i feel like i've seen this before yeah and then i just wrote down in my notes i think i've seen this and then, <laughs> like, five lines later, I've definitely seen this. Yeah. So it's like, I watched this, completely forgot. And I, I keep, it keeps eluding me, dude. It keeps eluding. The plot of these movies keeps, like, yeah. escaping from my brain. Um, it's nebulous. We're lost in the fog of war. The and, fog of boys. <laughs> truly. Like, I can't even, and I couldn't remember what happened in the first movie either mm. like it just keep like i cannot retain it i can't so, retain the info <laughs> okay we we have a few uh current cultural discussions we're going to delve into in a moment but i will say i think the issue with this movie is the kissing booth second installment is super similar to this yes and i will say the first all the boys has a very cute kind of clever conceit right the discovery of the letters yeah. the distribution of the letters we kind of lose that in the second one. You can't send out whole new letters all over again to everyone. Yes, yes. And also, I think the issue with a rom-com sequel is that will they or won't they get together is always higher stakes than, okay, so now they're dating. Or are they going to stay together? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Unless you do like a before sunrise where you space it out so much that you're revisiting the characters at a totally different stage of life, right? Yeah yeah um this begins so quickly after the first movie like no time has passed right and <laughs> it seems yeah and you're right about like so the, the same thing with the kissing booth right it's yeah like kissing booth one had <laughs> the conceit of like the kissing booth and kissing they, booth two did well they had a kissing booth but it's like they did the same thing it feels almost. kind of forced to keep bringing the booth back yeah yeah so it's like you can come up with a hook for a rom-com movie. You can do one, but trying to squeeze that hook into more than one yeah, movie. Yeah, it doesn't work. Diminishing returns. Exactly. The well is pretty much dried up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Kissing Booth 2 should be called Kissing Booth 
to back in the booth. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I was joking with a friend today when we were texting, and I told her, like, I forgot so much about this movie, and I kept confusing it with The Kissing Booth too. And then I was joking, what if Netflix took a Kanye approach to editing stuff that had already mm. been published and distributed, mm -hmm. and they just merged the movie? <laughs> yes. What if Netflix tweeted, I'm a fix to all the boys? <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so we okay, pick a topic for us because we okay. gotta talk a little bit about Super Bowl. We gotta talk a little bit about vultures, and then we gotta talk a little bit about what you've been up to recently. We can't we can't start with vultures, dude. Okay. We can't do we it. We can't start with vultures. <laughs> that's reasonable. I think that's we got a, a fair and measured response. Uh let's do um Let's uh, let me tell you about my weekend. Yeah, real quick. So you were curious about the teacher comedy show that I went. Yes, because I was gonna say it was uh, your partner's birthday recently. Yes. Shouts out to Amanda, Shouts happy out. birthday! And I think I was messaging her saying like happy birthday based on the uh, stories I was seeing from her Instagram. Yeah, and I was like, oh, do you guys have any special plans for the weekend? And she said the phrase, a teacher comedy show. Yes, and I instantly thought I need to ask George because I don't know what the fuck that is. All right. But I'd like to learn. So picture the Vogue Theater full of teachers, just like in fucking twisted, in, like in Inglorious Bastards, where they invite all the Nazis into <laughs> into the theater. So this is a theater full of teachers like someone's out to like, Whoa. like a student is out to like kill all their teachers. Are you guys all sitting crisscross applesauce? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're in seats. Um, and who comes out is a TikTok uh personality uh, a tiktok teacher if you will whoa who made his name by like telling funny teacher stories with questionable authenticity let me mm. just say because <laughs> like, i was about to say yeah do you think this person's spinning a yarn perhaps i think it's just impossible to have that many stories you which I, I often mean? think with comedians too i'm like yeah. is this a true story or is yeah. it like a kernel and then it was embellished i think it's like impossible to have that much crazy shit happen <laughs> day to day in your work life like right. you know like <laughs> Perhaps, on, on the job yeah. <laughs> i think it's uh yeah to like sustain the amount of content he had to keep up with after he got like tiktok famous right <laughs> um but he did address that he's like quit teaching since then but anyway but before oh, wow. then like he made a he got so a he's out the game he, yeah yeah and but uh the game clearly still needs him because yeah. like teachers are still hungry for the content and uh w are willing to buy tickets teachers like amanda and uh her friends our friends willing <laughs> to buy the tickets to his show and see him do these bits and stories live at the vogue theater interesting um so yeah i mean clearly he, is, he has a huge fan base because like he right. sold out the first show and like had to add a second show he's from seattle he's not Holy even shit. he's not even local Whoa. um so like p and w though i like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. p and w <laughs> still keeping it in-house yeah <laughs> we in the building but we still keep it basement um and uh for anyone listening i do still think that the p and w in california should secede the rest of everything and mm. become cascadia <laughs> mm. but that's a whole separate thing we don't need to get into my politics <laughs> <laughs> what would be like <clears throat> the funniest like area to succeed from well i mean north america would it be cascadia 
I mean, I think there was chatter a while back. Like, what if Alberta just became its own country? Right. I think somewhere what if, landlocked would be the funniest. What if, yeah, it would be funny if, like, the middle of your country just disappeared. Yeah. If, like, the, all the prairies banded together and yeah, they just and decided. Yeah, like, we're just not about the whole program anymore. So just the whole middle disappeared? <laughs> yeah, a missing middle. To, like, land, you, like, land, it's funny to land before time, a country. Yeah. You know, and land before time where, like, the i think the earth opens and then uh little foot and his mom get separated because of like an earthquake this is bringing back core memories yes and then he has to for some reason there's there's tasty leaves in the mix like yeah there's uh, like vegetation yeah like they keep eating these leaves and i remember those leaves looking real tasty when i when i watched that movie as a kid i was like damn i want to I, I want to try those leaves, though. I remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pizza always looking very good. Yes. But anyway, we, we've strayed from the Vogue. So yeah, you're yeah, there. Yeah. The TikTok teacher is uh, giving you 60-second segments. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of his content now is, like, non-teacher content. So he's, like, basically just, like, a comedian hmm. now. Okay. He's, like, for, you know, just, like, sped run a, com- a comedian career. Right. Um, a comedy career. And I mean, look, I was I was surprisingly I did not expect very much at all. Um, and to be fair, if I was not a teacher and if I wasn't mm. like with people that were fans of his, uh, like if the buy in wasn't there. Right. I probably wouldn't have had a good time. OK. But with that buy in, um, I had a good time. Yeah. Oh, OK. He's pretty entertaining and like very charismatic. Right. Um, he right. has like a natural charisma, which makes sense because he like, you know, became TikTok famous. Yeah. So, like there's definitely a crossover. But, okay, so it sounds like he's um, trying to do some brand positioning right now where it's like maybe the most devout part of his fan base is still teachers, but he also wants to develop content that will appeal to a broader yes, base. That's and that's like, like yeah. I feel like that's tough for creators when you're smaller and you're really dialed into a niche, but then yes. you want to elevate. And it's like, how do I maintain my current fan base, but also grow? Yes. yes. Something we ask ourselves every day. Yes. <laughs> no, all I've been, I have not done any uh, pod work recently. All I've done is write and watch three seasons of Breaking Bad since I last saw you. But <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk more Breaking Bad at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so that was a good yeah. show, it sounds like. It was pretty good, yeah, man. Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we went dancing after that. Went to the, the Fox Cabaret. That was Ooh, fun. Nice. Yeah, dude. Very cool. That was a cool crowd. It was like all millennials yeah um we were on we were on a level let's just say <laughs> um yeah it was so like f- too many millennials i need to leave <laughs> dude it was so funny at the at the show it was like the late show what like seeing that comedian um it was so it ended at like i don't know like 10 10 30 and you could just feel the room getting simultaneously get sleepy at, <laughs> yeah. at like 9 45 <laughs> yeah <laughs> These teachers are working hard, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. That's really funny. Yeah. These underfunded teachers. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we, the next day, we went to uh, the Susbridge, which was fun. The Sus, The Capilano Susbridge. Ah, I'm like, wait, I was struggling there. <laughs> yeah, dude. For the, yeah, for the love lights. Nice. Yeah. They had, uh, they had like a Valentine's cool. display going on. That was fun, dude. I haven't been to the Susbridge in a very long time. I've, I think I've only been over the actual bridge like one time in my life despite <laughs> he never went back you just went one way <laughs> yeah i yeah. still haven't crossed it's scary i have to cross the bridge to get to you because yeah. you live on the other side of the bridge <laughs> yeah i know because you refuse to go back one time yeah yeah and it's cool and like i've lived very close to it for much of my life yeah. but 
I don't know. Maybe I'll go back for a light show or something. Yeah. 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 Well, we got the season's pass because uh, <laughs> it's the same price as getting like a single admission. So me and Amanda are already like, we got to go back at Christmas. We got to like, go back. To okay. The Christmas. I'm like, I don't know if there's that much replay <laughs> value there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you really want to do a whole season, but if the price is basically equivalent, then you might as well. I might just get stuck in a loop, dude. <laughs> just keep crossing the yeah. bridge. <laughs> yeah, like if you have a season's pass, they can't stop you from just crossing it all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you drop anything off it? I didn't. Did you put like a little pebble in your pocket and oh, throw it man. off? No, man. I, I remember I maybe I dropped a pine cone or a rock or something. Oh, off it. shit. Yeah. Whoa. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it was it was dark. So like, mm. um, you know, maybe when it's light out, I'll uh, I'll bring a TV or something. Yeah. Yeah. Bring an old TV. I'll bring like, yeah, with like a, one of those CRT. Yeah. Like a really deep TV. Yes. Yeah. Me and Max used to go. Uh, <laughs> I think once through threw one down these like sets sets of stairs near the co- the co-op where we used to live. We just threw a TV <laughs> down the that, stairs. Did that accomplish the desired outcome? <laughs> I guess it did. Because <laughs> he was like, it implodes. Yeah. When you when well, the TV implodes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's the correct use of implodes. <laughs> I think technically it does implode because of like the CRT tube or whatever. I don't know. He explained uh. it to me. He signed it out for me. Um, and this kid guess, was also like 10 years old, sure, so sure. I, I may fact check that. And we, I guess we didn't realize how like disappointing an implosion would be. <laughs> we were kind of expecting right. something cooler, but it just kind of, well, I'm sure like just kind of made a sound shattered and yeah, like there yeah, were yeah. pieces, but I don't think yes. there was like, it's not like in a movie when a car goes up in a fireball. Yeah, yeah no, we were. Uh, I don't know what we were expecting, to be yeah. honest. Well, sometimes you have to fuck around, find out, as yeah. the kids say. Because because we live next to these like this really long, you know, Deer Lake. I don't know the stairs leading down to Deer Lake. This is a really, really long set of stairs. I actually don't think I know that. No, um, they they go through an old prison. There used to be an old Whoa. prison there. Um, we should podcast from the prison. Dude, yeah, the, the Ocala state prison um that was used used to be like uh uh they used to like kill like a state prison yeah i think that's what it was called the ocala state prison i don't know what the state is referencing but (laughs) i believe that's what it was and uh it used to be like uh like they used to kill prisoners there like it was a capital punishment prison back Um, before everybody became such a small little bleeding heart liberal yeah dude (laughs) (laughs) Back when we had consequences in society. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. When we had values, man. I yeah. know. I know. But uh, anyway, yeah, the we we would uh, we would do all kinds of shit on the stairs, man. We we used to roll <laughs> tires down the stairs and That's just see fun. just see how yeah. far they go. I think rolling a tire down the stairs would be a lot more fun than trying to like break a TV. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Good content. Um, nice yeah man that was my weekend how's the bowl i know nothing i told you i know nothing i need a bowl report yeah so you know this is the one football game i watch a year um there actually wasn't there's only one time where the announcers were debating and watching replays like he caught the ball did he do a football move quote unquote before (laughs) losing control that's like so you know that's always a good laugh but there weren't too many litigations of catches everything was pretty clear cut okay um yeah, so I had made 
a very small bet on the Chiefs to win. So I profited about $15 over the course of the night. Yeah. And the 49ers also won the first half. So that was another like little side bet I'd made. Ooh. Didn't bet on anything crazy. Like, uh, didn't even bet on the Gatorade color this year. Oh, shit. Although I will say, I believe similar to last year, the actual live action dumping of the Gatorade on the winning coach yeah. was not shown on the broadcast. Oh, really? You had to keep watching. And later there was a quick replay of it. This is bullshit. We used to be a society. Show us the Gatorade. Yeah. Show us the color. Because that's yes. like, you know, everybody's Super Bowl quiz. Everybody bets on it. Like yeah. the people want to see it. Yeah. Stop censoring it. <laughs> I want to I want to start betting on the the state of the Gatorade, like the molecular state. <laughs> like it might be I, gas. I think one, it'll be liquid considering year? there's ice in it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think one year it might just be gas. It might just be solid. <laughs> Dude, one, one time they might dump that Gatorade and just like drop a It'll cement, be like too cold. Just drop like a cement block on their coach. <laughs> Kill the coach. It might happen, Bludge man. in the coach. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the game started pretty slow, um, but got very competitive. Yeah. Uh, we went to overtime. Yeah. And that was where the lack of clarity around the rules of football really kicked into play because uh -huh. I believe during the regular season, Whoever gets the first uh, touchdown during overtime wins. Like right. there's no chance for a bottle, but you play a full quarter in the Super Bowl. And if the opposing team <clears throat> gets a touchdown, you have a chance to tie the game up and continue the game. Ah. Or if the opposing team kicks a field goal, you have to at least kick a field goal successfully or if you get a touchdown and they don't get anything more, then you win. So, okay, in my group chat today, we were exchanging screenshots of like some players on the 49ers didn't even understand how the Super Bowl overtime <laughs> went. And they were learning from the Jumbotron in the stadium explaining the rules. Oh, shit. So it's like, what? It, again, football is the dumbest fucking sport. <laughs> it's insane that this sport has like anyone in a chokehold that this is like must watch. <laughs> yeah. But. Anyway, it was very tense, is what I'm saying, to watch the overtime and to have like a small amount of money riding on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the Chiefs were down, like the 49ers had scored yeah. a field goal. And then the Chiefs were able to get a touchdown with like two seconds left on the clock. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty incredible drive that they made. Um, yeah, no. Um, so that was, it was satisfying, I would say, yeah. as a game. Definitely didn't feel like, the highest level of play I've ever seen in my unsophisticated opinion yeah. uh, from a bowl game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Usher at halftime. I got to say, man, Usher has had very little cultural impact on me. Yes. Uh, I dimly recognize some of the songs. Right. Um, obviously, everyone went nuts when he brought Lil Jon out for Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Ludacris. Um, I will say... I did like the backup dancers uh, dressed like they were in the Matrix and like rollerblading around the stage. Oh, cool. And then he came out in this like crazy, like slutty black armor with like blue glitter stuff. So, I don't really know how to describe it, but okay. it, it was a cool fit. Cool. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I felt like it was a decent <laughs> halftime show. He didn't come out with the California tattoo on the stomach. No, he didn't <laughs> come out with the cursed Adam Levine tattoos where it's like, you can tell he got them all within the same three months period. Yeah. It was just like, give me tattoos. I don't care. <laughs> just make me have tattoos. Shouts out to the embattled sexter, Adam Levine. <laughs> um, 
hope he's doing well. <laughs> the horn dog eases Adam Levine. Yeah. <laughs> Diabolically horny man. Um, fuck, I really want the Red Hot Chili Peppers to do a halftime show. Have they not? No, they haven't. And I feel like they're the perfect mix of like, yeah. not at the apex of their career by any means. Because yeah. rarely do we see an artist do it when they're huge now. It's usually yeah. when people are on the decline. Or on like, at like legendary status. Yeah. Um, so they have a huge back catalog yeah. full of bangers. Yeah. Everyone knows who they are. Yeah. I think it would be kind of a cross generational crowd pleaser. Totally. And I think a lot of people in our generation, millennials have gotten pretty sassy about the chilies and people think they're a bad band, yeah. but they're not. They're a good band and everybody else is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show them some respect. No, I, I, I tune <laughs> Just in don't on... look into why John, uh, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis wrote the song Scar Tissue and what real <laughs> events is based on. Don't do that. But aside from that, you'll be good. <laughs> no, I'd definitely tune in if they if they did one. Yeah. Um, dude, see yeah, dude. Uh their songs are such bangers. I uh I did like from several years ago when the weekend did the halftime show right. and he had the like maze of mirrors that he was running through. Right. That was a cool thing. Yeah. I think that might have been like the most COVID year, like the 2020. Right. Oh. Yeah. Or the 2021, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey was not prepared for how strong his black scent was when he uh, got on <laughs> mic and started. It caught him off guard? Uh, well, it's funny <laughs> because all the women at the party I was at were like, ooh, <laughs> as soon as he started speaking. <laughs> Where's he from? Is he from Cali or New York? No, he's from Ohio, I think. What the fuck? Yeah, he can't be from Ohio with a black set. So as a it's white funny. Guy. Also, Jason Kelsey, his brother, who he was raised with, who went to all the same schools and was in the same family. No black set? None. Jesus. So I think there is perhaps a bit of code switching that Mr. Kelsey is employing. He was all he also had the cadence of like, I can't tell if it was more like a drunk guy at a frat who would be a nightmare to have a conversation with, or like a 90s wrestler doing like a promo. Oh shit. It, I almost want you to see his speech okay. because it was fascinating. I and all of the women in the party I was at found him personally to be repellent in that moment. <laughs> um, there's also the very controversial uh, shove of Andy Reid, his coach, right. when he was very heated on the sidelines. Um, you know, I've done some investigating because like, I'm mm. not obviously a football guy. I'm like, seems pretty... Uh, classless and trashy of him but like i don't know maybe that's a thing everybody's like no that's extremely uncommon and like hmm. poorly looked upon for a player to do that like, oh shit maybe uh i don't know i think andy reed has come out with a statement in public being like ah oh, it's all good we're winners but i i suspect in private there might have been some words exchanged right, it's right. uh not good optics for the chiefs especially since obviously all eyes are on him yeah. As a result of uh, who's the girl he's dating? <laughs> Actually, I was going to say uh, big news for fans of the pod. I have become a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Um, really? her, her lyrics are really starting to resonate with me. So Please. listen to this. Yeah. State the obvious. I didn't get my perfect fantasy. I realize you love yourself more than you could ever love me. So go and tell your friends that I'm obsessive and crazy. That's fine. I'll tell mine that you're gay. You know, I think she's the, the poet laureate of America. <laughs> so i think i sent you the clip right the the splices of her hitting that line so hard so hard like man. she loved saying that line before yeah, she changed yeah dude ladies who amongst us hasn't been there that the breakup is so bad that you're like 
I'm going to call this guy gay in public. <laughs> Who amongst us? <laughs> so wild. Um, How does she have such a crazy gay fan base now? I Honestly, I don't think she does compared to a lot of other like female pop oh, stars. Really? Though. I, but the gayler, the gayler's... So I don't, I think those are mostly straight oh, women or like bi or gay women, really? but in terms of like straight or gay male fans, and this is me <laughs> intruding on the space of pop head circle jerk because they make the best memes. But from the way those people talk, I think she doesn't have a huge gay fan base really? compared to like gay male fan base compared to other uh pop stars i don't know what if the guy that she wrote that song about started that subreddit <laughs> so now he's like yeah i'm gonna tell everyone you're gay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah you think i'm gay you're even more gay um yeah i also so the video i sent you the master cut and then there's another video where she's like performing this whole song in its original version I kind of forgot the crazy fake country accent she used to have. Yeah. I, I've been thinking today, what is more crazy? Travis Kelsey's black accent <laughs> or Taylor Swift's country accent, which she's now seemingly completely dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I do wonder. So say you're a celebrity and you're doing a voice that's clearly not your actual voice. Yeah. When do you decide I'm going to maintain this forever or when do you just drop it? Right. Yeah. And like, was there backlash when Taylor was like, yeah, I'm just not speaking like I'm from the deep south anymore. <laughs> like what, what was the exact point where she's like, this has taken me as far as it can. Now I'm just going to talk in my normal voice. I wonder if there's when like, she pivoted, I wonder if there's a conscious switch. Like maybe it's yeah. even more like unconscious than we or, think. Or yeah. Or do subconscious. You, if you fake something for long enough, like, you know, the comedian Gilbert Gottfried. Yes. R.I.P. I listened to, there's this one clip, I think it's him calling the Howard Stern show using his normal voice, and it's crazy. Oh, does he have a normal voice? Yeah, dude, that's not his real voice. Oh, really? But he did that, like, in public, like, for everything, and oh. that became his, like, persona. And oh. I guess a lot of people did think that was his normal voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the clip of him talking just regular, everybody commented on YouTube, like, this sounds like a threatening phone call from a serial killer. <laughs> like, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> So yeah. it's like that's like when rappers do that too. Like you know, and Playboy Cardi, yeah, does like the super high voice. Oh like yeah, because he has a lot few, of red. Yeah, um, like his newest yeah album that came out. Well, like twenty twenty, but yeah, um, yeah, where he did the super super high voice for a lot yeah. of his tracks. I mean, I don't know if that was done in post or if he was just doing it, but like yeah, it kind of annoys <laughs> me when rappers like change their vocal delivery too much. Like I find it mm. interesting sometimes, but when it's just so I kind of like a little consistency, you know right. what I mean? Where I'm like, I want to know what you sound like. You can't just right. you can't just give me three different voices that you do. Um that are like I, so different, you know. So I, I don't like it. I kind of enjoy that and I do enjoy the way Danny Brown like experiments with oh, yeah. different voices. But he does it in like they're all I can tell it's Danny, but like oh, it's I'll super listen, distinctive. Yeah, but then I'll listen to like Playboy like I can't tell mm. when Playboy Cardi does his like super high voice. George, that's because you're not a 15-year-old kid. You yeah. don't need to worry. Like yeah. To to our ears, we can't even understand Playboy Cardi. Like he's not made for us. I'm not a fiend. I'm <laughs> I'm not a fiend. Okay, I will say though, I think Riff Raff, I've seen videos of Riff Raff in the mid 2000s in Houston, Texas, when he barely had any tattoos. To, pointing to like a candy painted Chrysler Sebring showing like a gun. He's always talked the same way. I'm like, I, 
I don't know if I think that's a character, but he's never slipped out of the character for yeah. so long that's like it has become him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if Travis Kelsey. Look, if Travis Kelsey can show a riffraff level of commitment <laughs> to the black set, yeah, yeah, then I don't know. I guess we can we can accept that. It's but yes, crazy to be from Ohio and do a black set. I well, can't get over the, I guess... the only acceptable scenario is if you're from New York. Well, <laughs> okay. So I think I will say like I think you can be a white person growing up in like a majority black neighborhood in a lot of places that are not like New York or whatever like right, in the right, states right, right, that right, could right. be in a lot of different areas. Right, right, right. But to then have your brother who is also a very public figure who doesn't talk like that, it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i think the brother is kind of the smoking gun yeah. but you know it i guess you do yeah i don't know but it did seem pretty pretty egregious it's like there's no fucking way you talk like that this is you're putting in conscious effort to sound this way so you didn't bet on taylor for anything was there any taylor-based no. bets going on um i not that i saw on bodog to be honest i was maybe having trouble navigating the site to find some of like the more extreme prop bets uh-huh. i think one of the bets was perhaps actually yeah somebody bet on this and won that obviously he would not propose to her after uh-huh. the show after sorry after um the super bowl yeah concludes which yeah i mean in what world would that have happened like right. that seems considering she's trying to like rehabilitate her pr after dating maddie healy after a breakup with joe alwyn uh-huh. way too soon for that and also i think it would be looked at very unfavorably by everyone who actually played in the super bowl for travis kelsey mm. to hijack it even more and make it about him and i don't see her i see her having too much of an ego to allow the super bowl narrative to bleed into the proposal too much so no sure. in what fucking world people get real <laughs> all right Let's simmer down. <laughs> All right. Sorry for the abrupt. Uh, We're back in the cut off there in the pod. We're back in the pod in the cryo chamber. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the bowl. I think we're done talking about the bowl. Yeah, it was. It was a fun event. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful. I have friends who will host every year and kind of get mostly the same group together. Um, kind of the one football game I watch a year. And yes. You know, gambling moderately and responsibly, it's nice, still dude. a good time. Cool. Yeah. Um, during our little break there, we, we were talking about uh, how much I think I think a success of a country should be solely judged based on its statues. How tall its and statues are. And the size are. of those. And yeah. the size of the statues. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with statues. So wait, what are the tallest statues in, in the world? Like Statue of Liberty must be amongst them. Uh, actually, they're pretty much all in Asia. Whoa, dude, you would never guess Fuck which yes. country has the tallest statue. It's crazy. I was watching a video once, dude. <laughs> I was like, Statue of Unity. Yes, dude. Oh, Statue of India. Modi. So huh. Modi's like the current president of India. Oh, I built like a statue of himself recently. I feel like a year ago we talked about this. We, on pod. we may yes. have. We may have. This is looking very familiar. Dude, it's yes. crazy to be a living human. And to be like, I want the biggest monument in the whole world to be of me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't think anyone else is deserving of this <laughs> except for me. Yeah. Um, I think Canada's got to get its statue game. Like, 
on point. Well, like, I feel like we gotta we gotta I do would, some work on. Our I would statues. say a lot of our existing statues have become very contentious with perhaps some of the narratives that they propagate and some of the history involved. Right. So, yeah, we need to think about what do we want the statues for the future to be. What do we want to celebrate? In the future, let's get building these bitches. Here's the thing. We need like a... We freed up some spots. <laughs> just like in the, you know, during the space race, it was just like this dumb achievement. Yeah. That was like, you know, it, it's not going to get you that much. I mean, maybe some scientific advancement yeah. sort of tangentially, right? Well, like kind of by accident almost. But the cultural ramifications of those sorts of accomplishments are massive. Right. So and they help shape a nation and a nation's image of itself and its people exactly but it's like largely inconsequential for like the people of that country so yeah. it's like um i think we need one of these like redundant just things like one of these redundant competitions amongst right. countries right now this is what we need who's gonna build the biggest statue we, well, get, we like, gotta get a competition going i feel like we could have a space race because it's like nobody has yeah. put people on mars before mm. you know that's continually been looked at as i feel like for my entire life that's been yeah. kind of regarded as the next frontier right in space travel so it's like we still don't know if there's three titted women up there right there could be I mean, I would say odds are low, but yeah, yeah. I've never been. I can't I, confidently I mean, say that two-titted women is more likely. You're right, right up there. I think finding any <laughs> titted anythings yes. on Mars yes. is probably unlikely. Yeah. But again, we don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I sometimes think about that. Like, will I see Mars exploration in my lifetime? Like, manned yeah. exploration? Yeah, yeah. Um, manned being a catch-all for any you know biological humans. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying who should or shouldn't go to Mars. Yes, titted humans can yeah. also go to yeah. Mars. <laughs> people of, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Like, people that can have, what's the thing for, like, uh, uh, people that can, like, give birth now? It's like birthers. Oh. Or, not birthers. That's the thing about uh, Obama. Right. What's the thing? It's like people with uterus having people or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somewhat obfuscating language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but was anyway, yeah, we should have like a we should get a statue competition going, a good yeah. old fashioned statue competition, yeah. dude. And I want Canada in it, dude. I want I, my tax dollars to pay for a big ass statue, yeah. Of I don't know who's like a cool Canadian, who's a cool Canadian no one would ever have any problems with <laughs> down the road. Um, good question, yeah. Right? I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Michael Bublé, how about a nice Bublé statue? Yeah, I mean, you know my stance on Buble. I think he's mad overrated. But listen, but, but can you hate him, though? Like, I don't like, hate him. That's the thing. Well, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. That's Initially, what we, need a, we need a big-ass I didn't Buble. find. I didn't hate Buble, but I feel like he's become overexposed. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I, I resent having to hear about the Buble Christmas carols every year. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. if Buble were to go to Mars... I would never think of him again. No, no sore feelings, no animosity. Yeah. But yeah, it's what almost if as if front a giant statue of him in like, I don't know what if they built like it? crossing a bridge or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like when we finally built the bridge to the island, <laughs> yeah. Vancouver Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should we should build the biggest uh, passenger ferry in the world to go oh, to Vancouver. That'd be Island. nice. Yes, that'd be good. I don't know what is currently the biggest or most um, populated ferry. Right. But right. 
Now I'm thinking about some of the little ferries I took in Croatia around the coastline. Mm. Those are so lit. Were they big? No. No. They were, I don't know, maybe like 100 passengers, oh, if shit. that. Yeah. Um, generally with like a rooftop that you could go up on. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Um, okay. So our last thing we want to talk about before <laughs> the movie, which I don't even care about, uh, was Vultures mm. and its release. Yes. The embattled vultures release. so i was saying to you i think at this point the whole narrative and the whole event around connie's music is more interesting than the music itself yeah. like i yeah. i do enjoy vultures i do think there are a few standout songs overall not blown away i think it's the best since the life of pablo which i mark as kind of the end of when i was a connie fan essentially yeah that's when that's when um, a lot of people kind of fell yeah off. and it's like with the amount of insane controversy and just you know horrific statements and actions and all this shit the juice really isn't worth the squeeze when it comes to the music you know there's kind of the trope of like but he made graduation it's like at this point in his career i think it's very unlikely he puts together any body of music that like redeems him quote unquote in most of the public eye yeah certainly not this album although i think it is a good album um but yeah just the continual ignoring of his self-imposed deadlines because he's an independent artist you know like people on reddit and instagram being like oh he's popping up here he's collaborating with this person it's kind of like the whole world's on kanye watch and yes. just like yeah the saga the event around it is very interesting yes um, yes i agree and i'm actually shocked that vultures one did come out on february 9th which is a date that he gave yeah i think there's vultures two supposed to come out sometime i think in march what do you think are we ever gonna see vultures too <laughs> i don't know anymore man because he's had... he did deliver and i think he did a lot of the songs um that were on like the initial like listening party like, yeah a few months ago like in 2023 yeah um still have not been put put out like like the song everybody like the yeah. backstreet boys um sample has not been put out yet like um I don't know. I think he's sitting on a lot of tracks and he wants to yeah he, he wants to get them out there. I, I think they will come out, honestly. So okay, how many scrapped albums has he had? Like there's Yondi, I think yes. is the most famous. Yes. But there have been like four or five that never came out at this point. Yeah, there's been a few. Yeah. And may or may not be accessible um online. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people have heard the leaks of what these albums were supposed to be. Totally. In some form. So yeah remains to be seen whether there will be more vultures or just one vultures yeah yeah um what do you think about ty dolla sign being the collaborator listen okay so i'm a bit of a dick writer dude i write okay. that dick like carnival <laughs> <laughs> um i i really like ty dolla sign i'm not gonna lie okay. I, I like his choruses okay i, I love his voice dude Okay. Um, and I think, uh, no, I, I really like what he brings to the albums. Okay. Like he brings a, uh, I don't know. It's like when rappers used to, I don't know. There was like a whole phase when like Eminem would have like, uh, you know, a girl singing, like a singing the chorus a, yeah. with like a really nice resonant voice or even like a Nate dog, like yeah. bringing his voice in. Yeah. Like, I've always been a sucker for mm. that. Um, and I think Ty Dollar Sign is sort of bringing that back almost mm. on this album. Like, I feel like I haven't seen that in a while, you know, um, in rap. I, I was going to say, we're also two guys who, as we discussed, do not keep up with new rap. So we might be entirely off. Totally. I, I do, <laughs> try, I do try to, I, you know, you I listen, do more than I do. Yeah. There I, might be, I listen to yeah. the new Cuddy and the new, you know, the new 
Drake. But I'm new, saying there's uh, lots of stuff coming out that's not those names. Totally. And, I, I, <laughs> yeah. and I've tried listening to okay. a lot of rappers. Yeah. And I was just telling you before we potted that, like, it's just, uh, yes, like, is this, um, you know, is this legendary status? Like, you know, everything pre-T-Lop, I think. And yeah. even T-Lop is, like, legendary status. You I, know, it's, uh, it's culture- uh changing it's 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 impactful this is not culture changing whatsoever no it's a good album i think it's a good album i think with t-lop we were seeing the issues that would plague the current kanye era which is severe mental illness yeah a, a weird inability to keep any promises with when and how the music was going to be released yes the urge to go back and tinker with something aggressive so it's like antagonism of mix. the fans and of like the world <laughs> yeah and a mix of like perfectionism but also putting stuff out when it's like this still sounds pretty rough yeah so that weird paradox yeah and then i would say the quality of all the music fell off pretty sharply yeah. i mean there are a couple good tracks from kidsy ghosts yeah 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 um yeah so going back to vultures i'm not as big a fan of ty dollar sign i think he's fine i think he's pretty technically proficient but his singing and like his style just doesn't bring enough distinctiveness to the mm. tracks for me. Yeah. And I certainly don't think he needs to be in every track. If he'd be in like yeah. three or four, yeah. that would have been good. But yeah. uh, I did I get know. a little burnt out. Yeah, I, I agree that three albums of this guy <laughs> is going to uh, be too much. Yeah, I could do one. It's uh, a lot. <laughs> it, it is a lot. Yeah. Um, But I mean, but I was telling you, like, I Although this is, when you look at Kanye's discography, uh, a pretty middling album, um, I think compared to a lot of stuff that's like getting put out right now, uh, this is a, a, it's a breath of fresh air because yeah. it, it sounds different. And it's like, song, like some of the songs are like genuinely surprising. And I'm just like, yo, like, was that good? I don't know. Like when I, when, I love when an album makes me go like, what the fuck did I just hear? Like, right. was that horrible or was that like kind of good? And I feel like he did, he managed to do that for me so many times on this album that I was, was pretty impressed by that. Yeah. Although the lyrics are just horrible. I was just going to say, shit. so the yeah, production, my, I really enjoyed. My complaints <laughs> are that, yes, for all the interesting production choices and, yeah, I mean, the song Back to Me is probably my favorite. Like, yeah. crazy use of sample, yeah, crazy dude. kind of refrain, where at first I heard it, and I'm like, I'm fucking out on Kanye forever. But then I listened to it more, and I'm like, okay. And obviously, the Freddie Gibbs guest verse is, like, yeah. killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been a big Freddie fan. Um, but yes, the lyrics are lacking in a way that I think is really disappointing totally. from Kanye. Yeah. And it's like, again, I don't understand how you can suffer from such do we call it perfectionism i don't know whatever he does where he's like not ready to put out not ready to put out and that's like this is what you choose to fucking put out because okay so i understand in rap music you often lay down like um like uh what's the word like like a cypher like a like a, like you often like freestyle, freestyle yeah, yeah, yeah. or have yeah. like a stand-in like yeah, yeah. and then you figure it out over time it feels like kanye needs to go through more iterations of yeah. a lot of these lyrics yeah. and it's like yeah sure even Throughout the years, Kanye has had some of like the worst, cheesiest punchlines in the rap industry, but he's also had like really good lyrics yeah. at the same time and really clever ones. 
yeah, I would have liked him to take the lyrics more seriously totally. and not get so lost in the production sauce. Yes, that's what it is. And like, I think I don't think it's perfectionism. I think it's mm. more indecision. mental illness. I think it's yeah. like I think I think it's like indecision. It's like mania. It's like, I would say mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. having like too many ideas in mind. Yeah, not knowing which one to go with, and then maybe not having. Uh, for all the collaborators he has, I kind of wonder like who who is the most sensible of his collaborators and is like going to give him pushback or who yeah. is going to be a voice of reason. I'd guess Does Timba. Timba or I guess Mike Dean didn't work at all on this. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think they're not uh, friendly anymore. Mike Dean's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um, I can't imagine somebody I'd rather work with less than Kanye yes, yes. <laughs> on any sort of creative endeavor. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, it's like, Kanye's collaborative process can hit such high highs, but then sometimes it's like, yeah, I don't know. You needed somebody to tell you no at some point in this process, or yeah, somebody to tell you like, do that again. Exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. even like I was texting you, the mixing on the final version of Back to Me, I, and I'm not a musician, so I don't know the technical terms. It sounds a bit too like bass heavy and a bit mm -hmm. too plosive almost it yeah. sounds like a bass boosted youtube remix yes at parts but then i do like the the trilling of the birds that they brought in mm -hmm. it some interesting soundscape stuff yes yes no i think the production sounds really except for yeah some of like the chunkiness in some of the songs uh yeah which I, it can it's like <laughs> this album was announced a while back like what yeah. the fuck have you been doing in the meantime yeah yeah, yeah. aside from walking around in increasingly outlandish outfits with bianca <laughs> crazy dude the cover okay dude the yeah. covers so okay funny. So me and my brothers are talking about the cover I, uh they came over you last go night first about the dude. cover then i'll go so we were talking about it and we were talking about how funny it would be if, like to discuss the cover like sincerely where it's like yeah dude with somebody where it's like yeah you know what i love about the co cover is like the color grading here let me show you just zoom in into the ass yeah <laughs> zoom enhance yeah 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 like it's just such a dumb cover um it but like there's something like stark about it that i like there's something iconic about it that I right like. so i because i think you were texting me that you weren't as much of a fan there's something about it with the jason mask the 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 real ass jason mask the copyrighted the white... jason mask so i don't think it's even copyrighted because no? jason can't copyright the idea of a hockey mask oh that's like that's true. an existing ob there's but... no copyright on that i think it was purely a creative decision maybe or maybe the outfit like the whole outfit could have been a copyright i, I don't know i really don't think that's copyright no, issues think. also didn't he like he ended up doing something very sneaky to avoid having to clear a sample with ozzy osbourne yeah but use sampled one of his songs where he had previously sampled one of ozzy's right anyway that's beside the point but no i i really don't think it's any sort of copyright that yeah. uh the jason franchise would have right, right, right. i think it's just a creative decision yeah. but from a design standpoint, the white, the starkness of that, and the contrast to the rest of the very muted, muddy colors works well. When he's completely washed out in black as like a shadow figure, I think it's much, much less clear what the message is of the cover and much less striking from a design standpoint. That being said, I think that it is, to quote Joe Budden, a two-pack of ass. <laughs> I think the cover is terrible. It's a one-pack of ass. I don't even like the first Vultures cover, but I think the first Vultures cover did convey more accurately the themes of the album, mm. and this cover doesn't show that it's a collab album. 
at right. all. Yeah, yeah, it's that's purely why. about that's Kanye. Why. Everyone so on R slash like, Kanye is like, damn, Ty Dolla Sign's ass is, is, is <laughs> banging. <that's funny. laughs> but yeah, it's like, okay, this doesn't communicate that this is not just a regular Kanye album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's... It doesn't, I, it doesn't make sense, really, ex- no. other than the fact that this album is extremely evil. It um, is twisted. And horny. It's Joker 5. Yeah. He is... You know what? I am glad to have horny Kanye back again. Yes. Horny Kanye is better than... Stupid horny Kanye yeah. is better than, like, religious Jesus Kanye. Jesus is King for Kanye. Sure. For sure. Um, what if we had a whole season of the podcast where we both get... We both have mental breakdowns, become super religious, and we don't cuss or say anything sexual. What if, or Clean what if version. one of us gets evil and horny, and one of us gets super <laughs> religious? That'd be a fun dynamic. That, yeah, the contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So that's that's vultures. I mean, yeah, it was it was kind of entertaining checking in on some of the Connie subreddits, specifically r slash good ass sub yeah around the dates where he was alleged to be dropping like he had said it's going to come out on this date yeah. and then people getting so hopeful yeah and then being in shambles the roller coaster <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well the group suicide that was scheduled on r slash kanye <laughs> yeah. was so fucking funny people man it's like i have some magic beans to sell these people but okay but came through so also I was, good as sub is a very topical name yeah yes <laughs> at it this is. exact moment i i think that's the perfect mix of like earnest kanye fans but like kind of circle jerk like yeah, these yeah, people yeah. know they're idiots yeah okay yeah. <laughs> um i was gonna say so thinking about like the narrative around the production of something have there been any netflix originals that have had like famously troubled productions mm. i can't think of any I mean, there's the one I told you about where it never came out and it was a complete scam and the guy stole yeah. tens of millions. That's right, but that's right. I'm trying to think about content that actually hit the platform. Yeah. I feel like Netflix, <sighs> all these Netflix productions seem pretty dialed in in terms of time and budget. I mean, we talked about um, The Idol, which was not a Netflix original. No. But that's the that, only thing that comes to mind. That, yeah, That was like a similar That we've done on the pod. Rollout, yeah. Um, or a comparable rollout. There, there is something very... I'm always intrigued by stories of like <laughs> creatives going insane or hitting yeah. all these kind of roadblocks. Yeah. I mean, the idol had that drama, that sort of meta totally. meta drama that and I it, also quite like. It um, had people putting out this narrative into the public that they were scandalized by the content long before the public could access the content. Yeah. So it's like, it was priming us for like, it's going wild. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, you're right. I, I don't think any Netflix original has had that which i mean i don't know i guess speaks for i i i I get the sense that netflix studios is like runs a pretty tight ship yes it seems like again aside from that one story i was telling you about many episodes ago where the one guy just ran rogue and took all this money and yeah um, yeah. was given no supervision in a way that i'm very surprised netflix would ever allow it does seem like they have people on a a tight ish leash yeah um yeah and they do know how to make things viable here's the thing and here's my thought about this movie that we watched yeah um for today <laughs> i think netflix, oh yeah the movie for today <laughs> i think netflix knows and this movie is falls into the category how to make a flawless three-star movie <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I would contend that it's a three-star movie. I think it's more like two and a half. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe. sure, sure, sure. It's in the yes. pocket. It's in the pocket. Um, I think it's a flawless two and a half to three-star movie. In, right. By which I mean, it does exactly what it wants to do 
perfectly. It can never exceed that. What it, what it wants to do can never exceed three stars. Yes. But it does it. It executes it perfectly. You know what I mean? Yes. It makes like a perfect little pop song where like it has no staying power, but it's like yeah. it's catchy and it's well produced. Really? You won't be thinking about this three months from now? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> You'll I was, have forgotten you ever watched it. I was forgetting it as I was watching it. It was like <laughs> you had that memento disease. <laughs> yeah, dude. You should have tattooed it on yourself. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Peter uh, plagiarizing an Edgar Allan Poe poem? Chad GPTing an Edgar Allan. That was so funny. Here's my advice for any of you who want to plagiarize a poem to give to your lover. Don't pick the fucking bangers, you idiot. Don't <laughs> don't pick Edgar Allan Poe. Pick something way more offbeat and they'll never figure it out. I was doing That's s- how stupid Peter is. This guy's a dumbass. Actually, I was gonna send you this article, but I forgot to from like plagiarize.com or plagiarism.com or something i don't know what the fuck this website is but like (laughs) but it 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 had an article and i i actually saw this because i was submitting a short story on this uh (laughs) plagiarism.com yeah dude um uh but uh so they had an article about this serial plagiarizer who who kept submitting to these like smaller lit mags and he would submit poetry and he would change like a couple of words yeah and he would submit like good poems but like not very well-known poems he would submit poems from other small lit mags whoa and uh it and he got accepted by like a lot of them until they started cluing in and it was like the same guy this guy john cusera or something which is his pen name Um, so they don't actually know his real identity and plagiarism.com was reporting that like this highlights a problem with like smaller lit mags they don't really have the staff to like vet a lot of these you know the they're running on like fumes basically and it's like they don't really have the funds and or the time to like at every right. uh, poem that they get, you know, for Here, plagiarism. Here's my um, hot take on that story. That guy should get the fucking death penalty. Yeah, like you're such a fucking scumbag yeah. if that's what you choose to spend your time doing. Like, yeah, it's fuck you. What was that prison you were talking about where people were put to death? <laughs> Ocala. Let's make a citizen's arrest Let's and go. take him there <laughs> and hang him. Let's take him to the site of Ocala. Yeah, yeah. no, that's. Let's throw him down the stairs like that tire. Yeah, like that TV. Yeah, dude. Watching oh, man, implode. I hate that. When uh, and people steal work and try to pass it off as their own, like creative work. It like sucks. That. Yeah. And um, some of those websites actually published his work along with the original work just to Whoa. put him on blast. Like I'll show Whoa, you. I'll show you later. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. Hell yes. Um. Okay, so where do we begin with this movie? <laughs> oh boy. Uh. It. It picks up very shortly after the events of the yeah. first one. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, what kind of time jump are we dealing with? So Laura Jean is opening the movie by going on her first ever date with Peter Kavinsky. Yes. So it's like Noah Centineo for Noah Centipede. Uh, who you'll remember, Noah Centipede. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this not much time passed at all. No. Like very little. Time. Exactly like Kissing Booth 2, which yeah. also takes place immediately after the yeah. first movie. <laughs> the booth is still being d- deconstructed. The booth is still hot. <laughs> <laughs> still smoldering yeah um so yeah so she gets together with peter kavinsky peter kavinsky peter kavinsky yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. ted kaczynski (laughs) ted kaczynski (laughs) he's sending some letters dude (laughs) she sent anthrax letters (laughs) um dude peter kavinsky has no ideology he has no thoughts in his brain 
He's kind of a Travis Kelsey type. <laughs> There's nothing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do we talk about how he looks like Mark Ruffalo in the in the first episode we that we did? The lost have. episode. He does though. He does, right? Yeah, no, he kind of looks yeah, he's like a young Ruffalo. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um well, it starts with them going to a restaurant, yeah. um, which, dude, I recognize so many locations here. I'm pretty sure I've been to that restaurant. I was going to say, yeah, where do you think that is? I think it's in, Yale. I, I think I literally have been to that restaurant. Okay. It, it's in Yale Town um, or, yeah, Yale Town. Um, it's an Italian restaurant. Okay. I'm, I'm almost certain that <laughs> I was there. Um seated like near where they were seated but nice um, you're like but, give me the peter t- peter and laura <laughs> table they're like you have to leave give me the centipede special <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are you talking about the code word tonight is centipede <laughs> sir <laughs> you should beg forgiveness <laughs> i was begging forgiveness after after that um Dude, yes, I, I recognized a lot of Vancouver locations. Yeah. Um, where, where were they filming at? Uh, they were definitely filming at, uh, well, Playland, I think, was one of them. Yes. The amusement park scene. And the aquarium. Aquarium, yes, yes. Uh, there's a few other locations. But anyway, very recognizable Vancouver um, locations. Um, everything's, the ground was constantly wet. <laughs> soaked yeah it was very conspicuous but i guess they were can canonically in the pacific in the pnw in cascadia yes i think so yeah so you know it's still tracked yeah they they weren't like in la with like wet wet ground for some reason (laughs) no i think we were in the same uh temperate rainforest environment yeah yeah um, so yeah, we have Noah Centipede reprising his role as Dreamboat Peter Kavinsky. Yeah. But there's a twist, a complication, if you will. There's another boy. John Ambrose. Because uh <laughs> this little this little man eater wrote a bunch of letters. Yeah. And John Ambrose receives one of them, and there's a love triangle. <laughs> yeah. Which Dude. okay. To get into a relationship, you've been in it for one week, and then you become deeply embattled in a love triangle. It's like, I don't know. Maybe you should leave the relationship at that point. Like, yeah, dude. It, it's funny watching these as somebody much older than the characters. It's like, it's not that deep. Like, yeah. you've been dating for like a week in high school. I think you can break up and it'll be fine. Also, I thought it was crazy. So immediately after their first date, she asked him if she can drive her this if she can drive his car yeah <laughs> which i just okay, wrote down so, i think it's crazy to let your tiny girlfriend drive your nice jeep okay after, so like a first date. the way they talk about this jeep is like this was written by an alien who's never seen cars because she gets out and says wow your car is so deep and then he's like yeah it's a pretty tall wagon and i pause and i'm like no that's a fucking little jeep suv it's not Did a they wagon really say that what do you mean fuck. it's deep what the fuck it's deep. i'm like <laughs> Did no human look at the script after Chat GPT came up with it? I can't believe that, dude. And this is after I've spent all day like autistically retooling lines of dialogue in my writing. Like delete something, add it back, delete it, add it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the put the DJ screw song after I die back to the beginning, yeah. rewrite it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, this is very strange. Yeah. Take yeah. all this out of the script. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had another subway sequence, though. We 
did. Yes. Yes. So Chris, who is portrayed by my future wife, Madeline Arthur, uh-huh. uh, goes with Laura Jean to have their subway mukbang in the wood shop at school. Yes, that's right. And prominent subway packaging. I sent that to the Think Fresh guys. <laughs> and Eric wrote back, hard feelings, harder bread. <laughs> the name of our collaborative episode. She, she wanted that foot long. We, uh, fuck, we should have put out a special episode cover on Spotify for the collab. Yeah, yeah man. I should have had my ass cheeks out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a break okay. on that, and uh, we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. So I have a good question for you. I'm going to start with the hint. Okay. All right, we are back. Okay, so question for you as a professional educator. Would you allow students to do aggressive acapella performances for Valentine's Day in the way depicted in this movie? <laughs> because I saw those and I'm like, this would be a self-defense situation for me. Like, I would stand my ground. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my face with this rendition of Ocean Eyes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, this yeah, is yeah, so yeah. disruptive. Just disrupting. Yeah, so that's dude. like it in the cafeteria. Yeah. And then they're coming into classrooms as yeah. well to do that. It's like, oh. I think we had that at our at our school. Oh, yeah, we rough. definitely had that. And um, I I think it would depend on my mood that day. Mm. You know what I mean? On, right. On one of the days, on on some days, it might be on site. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. One of those days when like, yeah, dude, the kids. It's just, just one of those days. <laughs> annoying me. Yeah. Um, but uh, what, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, no, fuck, I forgot. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I was gonna that. tell you at our school what's happening right now is uh, kids are <laughs> so so. The fun bit that our school is putting on for Valentine's Day is kids. They have a marriage license booth, <laughs> and kids can Excuse go there me? and get quote unquote legally married to their friend. Can I also get a <laughs> gun license at school? Like. I don't know. These kids are making a mockery of the sacred matrimony. I know, dude. Uh, they've lost the plot a little bit. These sewers. That's that's insane. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty funny. I wonder what's behind the like fascination. Like, we need to get fake married. Yeah. It's not enough that like we can just date and people know we're dating. Yeah. We need to now be married, quote unquote. Well, they're also presenting it as like get married to your friends so okay. they're they're, so, they're coming at it for some enabling reason enabling them to get certain tax benefits within the school <laughs> system like does this get them a certain curve on the marking right, scale right, like what right. so they're marrying their friends <laughs> right right do they right. get out of doing military service right like, what right, the fuck's right going on here right exactly what's going on here yeah, I, it's a little unclear to me. That's so funny. Kids I, are a mystery, dude. Yeah. yeah, keep me posted. For sure. Have any of them gotten a friendship divorce For yet? Sure. A no-fault friendship divorce <laughs> in the state of uh, BC? Steven took all of uh, Car- Carla's pencils <laughs> yeah. in the divorce. <laughs> now she keeps borrowing pencils from me <laughs> to write. Um, so, Okay. The crux of this movie, what do yeah. you think Laura Jean should have done? Because I think much like Elle in the kissing booth, yeah. she makes the wrong decision sticking with the emotionally insensitive popular jock mm. instead of going for the equally attractive guy who has much more similar interests. Yeah, 
right? Well, <laughs> see. Or is it less clear cut in this movie? In the kissing booth, it seems so clear cut. I guess like, there was... she shouldn't stay with the Lordy. I guess the sort of the thesis of this movie is that. Uh, I never reevaluate the decisions you made in grade five. <laughs> <laughs> like to about, marry your friend. About who might be a good life partner. You got just lock in. Yeah, dude. They should have just gotten legally married <laughs> yeah, at school. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the thesis of this movie is that opposites can attract. Mm. Right? I think. Where it's like sometimes you can have every sometimes all the stars can line up and and you know, you can have everything in common with someone, but like the attraction or that like je ne sais quoi, yeah. that, that intangible connection is just that jung, dude. Mm. You know? I think me and you have jung. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> you know, at the end of the movie, she talks about the Korean word oh, jung. Oh, sorry. Which yes. means to have this, uh, yes. you know, just this like, uh, this lifelong connection. You know, you're just- Sorry, spirit, I, you're, for some this... reason, I was thinking you were mispronouncing the psychologist. And I'm like- <laughs> Hmm. well we might need to be in psychoanalysis uh, psychoanalysis one day wait you thought i asked you if we have young yeah (laughs) i think me and you might have i kind of i kind of want to get into like outdated psychoanalysis yeah 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 yeah. some Jungian fucking theory i think i I think i beat cbt i'm good man i've cognitive behavioral therapied (laughs) myself you want to get into like pavlov and stuff yeah no i i want to kick it old school like young and freud yeah 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 yeah. i want to know what makes girls salivate yeah um but opposites attract opposites oh, oh we're talking about jung so like right you know it's that spiritual connection mm. you know so it's like you you might have oh and also the the idea that it, it's kind of i guess because the whole time she was like super jealous of the ex right yeah was another sort of so subplot in this movie is laura jean toxic because she's yeah. entertaining another guy while getting jealous of the ex oh, she's that he's broken up with yeah. so yeah how's that fair folks no no and actually i mean this movie addresses classic that. female manipulator yeah. <laughs> yeah no no i actually thought this was an interesting sort of subplot mm. in the movie and i like how it tied up in the end um where the idea that you know uh, we we are left you know in the aftermath of a relationship we are left with these kind of frayed ends and you know it's never like a clean cut and you just sort of have to accept that and you have to accept that like your boyfriend has had other you know has had a life before you right he had a whole another save file before you (laughs) and um you know, you got to hold the magnet to that hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> delete it all. <laughs> no, of course, of course. I mean, um, I mean, and she needs to find a way to reconcile. With yeah, that. I, I think you don't see that narrative in a lot of high school movies in particular. But I think right. this is the type of thing that does that should get addressed in high school because your first or second uh, partner is when you get the most jealous. That right. that is your jealous phase, your jealous yeah. bag, if you will. Um, where you don't really understand that idea yet yeah it's like it's normal to have had other experiences of course yeah Um, and that doesn't invalidate the experience that you're currently having yeah yeah yeah. so it doesn't matter if i've done a thousand different podcasts before i'm here with you doing this one now so stop getting jealous (laughs) we have junk dude how could you i thought we had junk um Fuck, what was I? Well, talking about, oh, but anyway, yeah. So I think opposites attract, and I think that she actually so has she be more with chemistry mm. with Peter than with the guy that she's on paper. Here's my for. thing, though. Somebody who always takes the last slice of pizza, yeah, they're not gonna be a good partner. Ah, I 
that bothered me so much. If yeah. somebody is that situationally unaware, yeah. it's like I would get the ick so much. See, I thought it was a little ignorantly charming, if you will. Like it's kind of like unaware. He's kind mm. of unaware and it's a little charming almost, I thought. Because I just extrapolate like, okay, if this person's behaving this way in this situation, yeah. like there are going to be so many other things where like, they're going to do the wrong thing right. or it'll reflect badly on us as a couple. Right. I don't know. So I think the pizza thing is very telling of That's... somebody who doesn't have a lot of awareness of how others may feel. That's interesting. You know? But he was so thoughtful otherwise, I think, throughout True. the movie. Other than when he wrote the plagiarized poem. He did have a tall, <laughs> have a tall car. Yes, so yes, I don't yes. know. Maybe all is forgiven. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should just stop getting the ick over small things. Right. Yeah, the icky thumb. I was with a girl recently, and I got—I kind of got the ick over the way she was like eating and like talking to me with her mouthful and like mm. trying to eat at the same time. I was like, "Were you raised in a barn?" Right. Like eat then talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there was other stuff as well, but uh -huh. yeah, I was like, "Ooh, this isn't gonna work." Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> my life a Seinfeld. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> my life is a Seinfeld woated episode. <laughs> what did she have? Man hands? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what no, was what's another I, dumb, I, what's another dumb? Oh, she was a close well. talker yeah close talker near talker yeah, yeah. soft talker yeah, yeah. um two-face chris talker <laughs> she was a real chris talker <laughs> um what was i gonna say she was on the epstein flight log <laughs> <laughs> so i wait, got the egg what I think that was a different person named Chris Tucker. Though. Oh, I don't think it was actually Chris Tucker, oh, the comedian. Oh, interesting. Which, when you think about it, there are plenty yeah. of people who would have that name. That does make yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, it's a psyop to stop me from figuring out what that temple was for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see Chris Tucker is doing a remake of the Danish movie Another Round with Mads Mikkelsen? No fucking way. Which is truly like. Hollywood needs to fucking stop doing domestic remakes See? of perfect source material. Of, of perfect Danish films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of movies that are like, this is so of the culture it came from and so good the first time. Yeah. Not to mention recent. That yeah. movie's from like, what, 2019, 2020? So recent. We don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I mean, is that movie criminally unrecognized today? Yes, I feel like it should have like won an Oscar. Did it, it win an Oscar? No, I don't think it won. It was uh, amazing. I don't know. But yes, another round or Druk in its native language is a truly incredible movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, co-production between Denmark, Sweden, and the Netherlands. Um, yeah, that movie's definitely nominated. I think it was not. Uh, Oh, did it win? Yeah, sorry, it did. Best international feature. Oh shit! So Denmark uh, won yeah. with this movie. But nice. I feel, I feel like whenever I mention it to someone, no one knows the fuck I'm talking about. Um, even amongst teachers, I was wow. like, I was, I'm surprised. I keep, dude. I mentioned this movie. Teacher core. I mentioned this movie at work constantly. You're like, <laughs> hey guys, wouldn't it be cool if we we're all just a little drunk all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the director was nominated as uh, best director. Oh, okay. Point. Okay. for the 2020 year okay cool. yeah cool. sweet i'm glad it won yeah it's, that's, uh, that that's a great good. movie um, um okay so digress back to uh p.s i still love you so, so i think she should have gone with john ambrose man dude imagine having know. a double name like john ambrose as like a zoomer today <laughs> that's, that's just so 
I don't know, man. You get picked on so hard. I feel like okay. It, it's also, so, it's so extra. Do you feel? Do you think Zoomers are any meaner to each other than we were as millennials? <sighs> they might. Be, I don't think they're. They might be nicer. <laughs> here's the thing. I think they have more ways to pick on yeah, people, yeah. but on an individual basis, yeah. I think they're probably a bit nicer and maybe more tolerant and more accepting. That's what I think too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like, if they were to be bullies, they have a lot of platforms exactly, to do it exactly. and a lot of methods. Yes, that's right. That's right. They can form snark subreddits about each other. Yeah. Dude, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> so I jerk. love pophead circle jerk. I love good ass sub. Um, I love RS pod subreddit. I really like LA influencer snark. Okay. So this is not about, you know, critiquing any one influencer. This is like, I hate everything happening in LA. A oh, huge diverse city. Rules. Do we need that I for Vancouver? Hate all influ- I wonder if there is. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes people will, you know, often post about like, I'm not apparently not very savvy about a lot of these influencers so i learned about the lore and stuff it's yeah. like oh why do we hate this person today yeah. but sometimes people post a picture and be like uh this influencer came across my feet i don't know much about them what's the tea so it's like <laughs> you run out of things to hate but you're entertaining the idea of finding someone new to hate yeah yeah it's so funny wow. these people are they need invites to the player haters ball <laughs> <laughs> for sure man yeah. i think about that uh chappelle skit all the time yes. player haters ball yes <laughs> Your suit's like Afghanistan. It's looking bombed out and depleted. <laughs> um, yeah, I and I will say I've been doing some like research for my writing because I'm trying to pull kind of the tone and like the comments people are making about influencers. Yeah. So I'm deriving it like from these subs. Yeah. But maybe I got a little too deep in my research and just started going on there for fun. <laughs> also, you came too close. Yeah, I, I really have no more thoughts about uh, P.S. I still I love you. No, if I do either. Aside from I'm still obsessed with Madeline Arthur. Yeah. And I think about DMing her all the time, but I don't. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe okay. from the pod account, maybe from my personal. I don't know. Um, I did find it funny when uh, Noah Centipede and uh, Large, when, they, when they're having like their fight where he's like onto her a little bit where it's like, you fucking like this guy. Why didn't you ask me to buy the pizza? Yeah. And they, they have a big fight. And she's like, you never fucking, you're always hanging out with your ex or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then mid fight, it's like, they're still fighting. Noah centipede just goes, let's never fight again. Okay. And just hugs her. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's such a sick strat. I'm going to use that. I that's like a good de-escalation. <laughs> such a good de-escalation. Yeah. Doesn't apologize. Yeah. No. Does nothing to like confront the issues at hand. Yeah. Just goes, let's, let's okay, let's never fight again. <laughs> let's, let's say something so idealistic that there's no possible way it could be true. Yeah, like, yeah. let's just not do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just choose to not do it. Yeah um wait what was i saying before this oh speaking of influencers i found out about something that i think is like very dystopian and oh. like the end point of capitalism okay so the brand aloe do you know them they're like lululemon oh i do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. workout wear um kind of like more affluent consumers than something like gymshark would probably target yeah um more towards like yoga pilates kind of lifestyle yeah, but yeah. Also, if you're just a lifter, I suppose you could also wear aloe. Anyway, so they have their office in LA and then a gym that's attached to it where the public cannot work out there. You can't just go buy a session at the aloe gym. 
You have to be a blue check influencer that they invite. What? You go to the gym, yeah. they gift you an outfit, yeah. and then you record a bunch of content and they probably record some content of you. Oh, okay. So it's like the idea that only exclusive influencers wow. can get in. But as an Allo consumer, no matter how much you or I buy, we are never going to be invited to that gym. Right. But the content we see of influencers in that rarefied space is supposed to make us more covetous for aloe gear right so it's like but it's such an it, artificial environment like they're doing it in, they're making content in a lab they're doing it in the so Wuhan it's lab. almost like we're in the free world and we know plato's cave is there yes. and we're desperately trying exactly. to get in but we're not being allowed exactly so it's this weird r.i.p Baudrillard. you would have loved the aloe gym it's yes. this whole weird thing about like how are we supposed to desire this as a consumer knowing that will never be deemed good enough yeah. should this move the needle for us like what kind of simulacra yeah. simulacra um of a workout is happening there it's, yeah it's very perverse but i i truly feel like colonel kurtz i can't stop talking about it they're gonna have to come kill me <laughs> like I've I've become obsessed with the aloe influencer gym <laughs> mr patrick <he> yeah <laughs> Somebody's going to have to come far up river to kill me <laughs> from L.A. Deep, <laughs> deep river. As deep as that Jeep. Somebody's going to have to go on a hallucinatory journey. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that's so weird. It's like strange. Yeah, it's it's an interesting marketing strategy for sure. So that gym's just made to like film each other and then like fuck afterwards, right? With other influencers. Right. I, like... I want to see the aloe after dark yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like... Also, I wonder, are there influencers who are like, nah, not interested? Yeah, yeah. I, I bet it's a pretty high acceptance rate because they're being gifted the clothing and like, yeah. I'm sure they target people who are mostly into like the... Dude, I like... was reading this article where it's like certain gyms in LA are essentially trying to be the new club where it's like uh, a yeah. an exclusive social scene that people want to be in. <clears throat> I'd go to the Aloe Gym. I'm not above it. If they invite us, I, I think we would go. Yeah, yeah. If they're like, hey, <laughs> that'd these, be so funny to fly to LA just to go to the Yellow Gym once. <laughs> these two guys who do Netflix podcasts <laughs> and have put out five video episodes. Yeah. yeah. They're Allo material. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was thinking about like Pop in the Gym. About a play on like Sallow or 120 Days of Sodom. It's sure. like Allo or 120 Days of Blank. And then I haven't right. figured out what the blank should be. Uh, and then I was thinking like I should make I should make an Instagram page with that handle and like do a commentary on Damn. influencer shit. Damn. But yeah, folks, if you have a good pun, email us at howoriginal604 at gmail.com. Allo Hal. Hal. <laughs> My brother's Allo Al. Allo My brother's can't stop talking about Shallow Hal starring Jack Black and Gwyneth Paltrow. What? I don't know what why. led them to the Shallow Hal path. I don't know, but the all skill tree. all uh, Sunday when they were over at our place, they kept talking about Shallow Hal. That's so funny. They're like it's actually funny. <laughs> and it's like, who is out there saying it's not in 2024, the year of our Lord? <laughs> <laughs> damn that rocks yeah dude um, um the shallow howl the opposite of the jeep the jeep yeah <laughs> deep very deep deep howl. <laughs> uh oh what bothered me in this movie was they kept cutting <laughs> i guess they're like biology class is doing a unit on like 
octopi octopuses yes and for some reason is it really a whole unit's worth of material there and, well okay so for some reason because there's like what is this my octopus this. teacher yeah it's literally because there's like a really good uh, like detailed drawing of like an octopus on the blackboard yeah like done in chalk and i don't know my gripe with this is like Okay, who did this? There's no way the teacher would ever take time out of their day to draw that. Yeah. <laughs> and that would get erased or fucked up by the students like instantly. <laughs> um, Somebody draws a big old bong on it. Yeah, dude. Um, I just didn't buy the the octopus as like no teacher is like taking the time out of their day to do this. Yeah, that just, seems inauthentic. Um, as we happening. know from the movie Lift, you should never have good pieces of art in a school. Yes. It'll get stolen. It'll yes. get lifted. That's right. That's right. Kevin Hart's going to lift it. A student it. doing a heist to steal the biology drawing of the octopus. The perfect score, too. You remember that movie, The Perfect Score, where they like try to steal the test results from their school? It's like a teenager uh, heist movie. No. For, they like try to steal the test results for like the midterms oh. from the principal's office. Oh. oh, so it's results, not like yes. an answer or, key. Sorry, I think like answer key. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I was going to say, that's like... Answers, I meant, not results. Wait. Am I crazy or did that happen in one of the Harry Potter books? So somebody stole answers. Uh, I don't know. Huh. The perfect score, though. Yeah, 2004 film starring. Who's, uh, who's in that? Eric Christensen, uh, Brian Greenberg, Chris Evans. Whoa. Scarlett Johansson. Whoa. Let's go, dude. Okay, now I'm interested. Oh, they try to steal the SAT score. Uh, sorry. Um, answers. answers. Oh, okay. Steal the answers to the exam so that they, all, they can all get perfect scores. Yeah. Honestly, dude, I still don't even really understand what an SAT is. I don't. Yeah, man. When people say Beats like, me. oh, my SAT score was whatever. It's like that could be the GOAT or the WOAT number. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. It's kind of like IQ scores to me. Right. Like I don't really understand the metric. Well, I mean, IQ I think anything below is 100 like, is bad, obviously. But yeah. like, I don't know. Past that, I'm like, I don't know what's good. I think also with IQ scores, hasn't there been a lot of contention around like what should be the actual test that's administered? Like, exactly. how do we really quantify this in a standardized setting? How do we really know that they had so good she honor roll? Right. <laughs> it does bother me in that song that he doesn't really complete the sentence. <laughs> Ride go, that dick go, like go, carnival. Go, go, Head so good, she uh, honor roll? She honor roll. Ride that dick like carnival. Hold on. You done did the impossible. Okay. I Far be it from me to nitpick, but... <laughs> um, okay, Rap Genius says, Head so good, she uh, honor roll. Oh, okay. So does that mean she's a student on the honor roll? She's a recipient of the honor roll? She's an honor I think it's a little unclear. Like, it's clear, but it's just annoyingly phrased. Yes, yes. What? Wait, what was the Kanye thing from Yeezus where he mistake? He had the wrong punchline where it's like 300 just like the Trojans yes. or something? Yes, where it's like, like Trojans. Where it's like, no, that's it. not... Yes. You're mixing the meta, uh, yes. similes there. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you keep it 300 like the Trojans. Baby, Cre we live or it. keep it 300 just like the Romans. Yeah. He said the wrong thing yes, for yes, it. Yes, yes. This at uh, Game of Thrones. Yeezy, not the clones. Elon, where my rocket ship? It's time to go home. Okay, I gotta say, best bar on the album. I actually legitimately like that bar. <laughs> um, I thought burned eight 
or lost eight billion just to burn my chains. And it's like, I don't think going on anti-Semitic rants for two years was really burning your chains, yeah, but crazy. go off, Ken. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, in what way were you in chains before? Being successful and more liked? <laughs> yeah, that's chains. Also, the the bar on, um, <laughs> on uh, what, what was it, uh, problematic, where he goes, uh, yeah, I was late because I was in my queen's tunnel. <laughs> so dumb <laughs> Crazy. Uh, uh, yeah 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 also breaking up with your girlfriend right before going on your lacrosse trip must have been like the worst like it sucks getting into a fight yeah. right before like a big trip but that maybe that would have produced like the best lacrosse performance oh. anybody at that school has ever seen you think so maybe yeah. you would have channeled it i think he, you think he was doing black scent shoving his coach yeah <laughs> He was having explosive tantrums, yeah. uh, shoving his coach, doing a black scent. But yeah. they're like, this kid's a winner. It's got <laughs> grit. <laughs> um, wait, what was I going to say? That made me laugh so hard I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, you know, like when Future uh, on DS2, he rapped, best thing I ever did was fall out of love. Right. That would be no ascent to feed on yeah. that lacrosse trip. Just yeah. like fully locked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was also laughing at the end. Um, so at the end, she she does kiss John Ambrose, but um, she ends up regretting it and going back yeah. to Noah Centipede, um, realizing that you know he and his you know it's fine that he's hanging out with his ex a little bit basically and yeah. like getting her through hard times. It was funny when John the scene of John Ambrose pouring bubbly in the punch bowl, like the clear bubbly uh, yeah. branding there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was good bubbly representation. I like that. Like Shouts that. out to a sober king. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah. Also, from Noah Centipede's perspective, it's like there's a lot of drama with this girl right away in the relationship. Like yeah. this is very hard at the start of things. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I would say. Maybe a lesson to learn about relationships is like if things are so complicated and hard right at the start, that's probably not a good sign. Probably. <laughs> have you seen the third one? I have. I have zero recollection okay. of what happens. I'm very curious. So we got to do it. Oh, we will cover point. it. Yeah. yeah, we will cover it. Um, yeah. What did you think about the scene where they're doing the subway mukbang? And then Chris, played by my future wife, yeah. is telling Laura Jean she needs to like learn how to masturbate. Oh, yeah. I thought that dude. was pretty cool. With a subway sandwich. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> Again, says, here, some, take this foot long. Some, she says, are you sure? She says, yeah. Yeah. And then she goes behind the behind the wood. Yeah. And then she comes back. And then uh, she says, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. But I wish you didn't get the red, the, the hot peppers. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is maybe going somewhere. <laughs> you like forgot how to talk halfway through it. I can't talk. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Subway was like, hey, maybe if you could not have teen girls talk about masturbating during our product placement, that's yeah, that'd be great. maybe a brand Thanks. value we're trying to move away from post Fogel. <laughs> Thanks. That'd be great. No, nah, they're, they're way too old for Fogel. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, all right. That's pretty much that's it. Don't know what we're doing next week. Mm. Um, do you want to talk about any um just other media i mean a shit ton of breaking bad we got four minutes yeah that's plenty i'll go in um yeah i was telling you like i watched breaking bad in real time when it came out have never done a concentrated rewatch effort yeah. 
I've had a bit of free time recently. Um, so yeah, I've crushed three seasons in the past week. Yeah. It is so good, so well plotted, paced. Yeah. All the secondary characters feel very rich, like developed, distinctive. Yeah. Um, and I like the way the world starts seemingly so simple, like, oh, we're having all these issues with Tuco. And then seasons later, it's like, we have way bigger issues. <laughs> well, well, I was telling you about the trajectory of the villains and the show is like perfect. And it yeah. reminds me of uh, one of the best games of all time, I think, Far Cry 3. Uh, mm. Actually, the whole Far Cry series, actually, is what I'm thinking of. Where mm. the, the, uh, so the initial villain in Far Cry 3 is, is kind of like the Tuco. He's just this aggro brawl you know this like right. aggressive dude who's like unpredictable um and then gus fring who's this like cow very meticulous, meticulous very strategic in fact now i'm thinking far cry fully copied the <laughs> the villain trajectory of right. breaking bad because then because then that's gus and then in it's pagan man in far cry 4 mm. and then far cry 5 you get actually gus fring gus fring Whoa. is the villain of far cry 5 like that actor yeah whoa yeah. that's crazy yeah I think it's five or six. Holy I forget shit. which one. But um, yeah, I like that actor quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but then you go Carmen to Carmen Esposito. Yeah, Car I, yes. Giancarlo yeah. Esposito. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you go to um, Jesse Plemons, who's just this psycho yeah. serial killer, almost vibey guy. Well, yeah, they have like the whole Nazi, like Aryan nation yeah. guys. Um, but yeah, I like how Walt kind of seems to be taking lessons from each sort of opponent or yes. other people. Like, yeah you know, becomes more ruthless after Tuco and kind of understands the value of intimidation. Wait, dude, at your trajectory, yeah. you've done three seasons in like the last like week. You could yeah. do two more and we could watch Al Camino for the for the next one. Ooh, can I make it? Can you make uh, it? I don't know if I can keep that same pace this week. I like fair. kind of have plans with people. Fair, fair. Let's do El Camino two episodes yes. from now. Yes. We don't know what we're doing next time. But yeah, that's all for me. Just <laughs> so excited just for El Camino. Breaking Bad is super good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Should uh, we? Yeah, just Kanye album for me. So yeah. That's all. Okay. So <laughs> sweet. Okay. We can right. call it there. Um, stay tuned for whatever we do. Then El Camino. A yeah. Breaking Bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very subtitle. important to add that subtitle. P.S. I'm still yes. Breaking Bad. <laughs> to, all, to all the breaks I've batted before. <laughs> all right, I need to eat some fucking okay. food. All so, right. 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 Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Head so good. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, she, she pawed that. She pawed that mic like carnival. <laughs>